welcome back to our podcast. This is actually the first part. We're not welcome back. This is your first time with us. Uh, hi. Nice to, hey. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Today we're going to be doing A Quiet Place. This is a horror suspense thr- thriller, and uh, there are only 90 lines of dialogue in the entire movie. It's a very quiet movie. You would sh- definitely recommend it in a quiet room with some of your friends that respect to be quiet during this movie. Yeah, and if they're loud, like, slap them. Tell them to shut up. Like, they'll understand. They know. They'll know, okay? They should know. They should know from the title of this movie. So, we're going to jump right in with our um, family. This is the Abbott family, okay? Boy number one. Boy number one is the youngest. Boy number two. Boy number two is the oldest. The mom. We're just going to refer to her as the mom. The dad. We're just going to refer to him as the dad. And then they have a daughter. Who is deaf. deaf. This is very important, important to the plot of the story. We will explain that part later, though. Yes, uh, that comes in later. And uh, so now we know our family. We're just going to jump right in to our inciting incident. We open up in a convenience store. Mm-hmm. And in the convenience store... The little boy sees a toy rocket ship on a shelf. So he got a stool, it looked like, to grab it. But he ends up um, <laughs> almost knocking it over. If it weren't for his sister... Sure. To catch the rocket and, and stop him. him and him she prevents him from falling and making a ruckus which we don't understand it we're actually put into an inferior position at this point in the movie and they're in the more of a superior position yeah um at that point everybody's like come over because they heard a little shuffle they, they were watching they were watching. they were ready to do something <laughs> Uh, dad the dad was, was furious. <laughs> he says in sign language, no, abruptly, and he is, like, everyone's like very distraught over this possible that. noise, and uh, we don't really know why yet, but that'll come in later. And so at this point, the little boy, he picks up the rocket, and they leave to go somewhere. They're on their journey, a short journey, but it's still a journey They're, like, walking on, like, flower or sand or something that they have created. Yeah, it's not really specified what kind of powder it is, but they're working they're working on some kind of powder, like a lot of it though, to yeah. pad their noises as they're walking along. Yeah, they decide to go back home after that. And before they got there, the little kid decides to play with the toy. Yeah. So as they're walking across a bridge, um, in the mid part of their journey to their home uh, the little boy turns on the toy rocket that we previously mentioned. Uh, it starts making a lot of noise, and the dad actually drops everything and starts running back really quickly. He's he's in a rush for sure, but as as he runs back, there's a scene where uh, they switch to the uh, woods. Yeah, that shows the woods, and in you the woods there's apparently the something running. You can definitely tell that something. There's a trail of leaves, like flying. Something's running really fast, moving quickly through the woods, and towards the little boy. And snatches it and runs off to the other part of the woods. Yeah, snatches the little boy. So the little boy, boy number one, one is dead. Dead. Almost straight off in the movie. First character is dead. This is when they go to their home. They enter their home. They start preparing for something, which we don't really know yet. Uh, they they soundproof a room. They they've been, I mean they've been living there for a while. So I guess that they're yeah. doing like minor repairs. Maybe they're safening their home. They're setting up a security system of lights throughout the place. That was, I feel like that was already there though. But 
They put up some red lights. Yeah. The mom, there's a scene where the mom is, she's looking over a baby crib in a, apparently like a baby decorated it's room. foreshadowing. Yeah. And uh, as, baby as the, it's revealed that she's pregnant. Okay. Yay. She's pregnant with the baby and her pregnancy is a fair amount. Like it's a long, she's about to give birth to this child in a matter of weeks. Days even. Yeah. Which is like obviously a dangerous situation as these, whatever this entity is that's chasing noise, it's uh. The babies make a lot of noise regardless. So yeah. that's just a bad idea, but. I mean, they just lost their son though. So I mean, they're distraught. Okay, so the mom is pregnant. She's checking her vitals. She's preparing for this baby to come into the world and greet them with crying and noise, and which screaming. is dangerous. So. They soundproof the room, they put apparently like some oxygen in there to calm the baby down. A little time goes by and there comes a day when the father wants to take his son out fishing to the river, have some father food. and son bonding time. It's so fun, but the little boy doesn't want to go. However, the, um, the daughter would love does. to go. She's begging her father to it's let like, her go. I want to go in sign language because like she doesn't really know how to speak or one they can't. Yeah, but she's also deaf, so she can't hear herself. <laughs> she can't speak hear. Uh, but yeah, um, the father ends up taking the little boy fishing and leaving the wife, his wife, and his daughter back at base camp, their house. Uh, the little girl actually ends up going back to her little brother's Room. boy number one's memorial site <laughs> with all of his little toys and bringing him. The, the rocket. She cuts the wires that make the, that, that carry the sound frequencies, so it doesn't make any noise. And she turns it on. It flashes lights and it makes it all pretty. So all she so just pretty. hangs out there for a little bit. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, her mom is doing laundry. She goes down in the basement because I think that's where the laundry machines and dryer was. But she can't have it on. But, but she went in the basement to go check something out. And uh, I think I she like grabbed the laundry basket. She ended up catching her bag on the nail and pulled it up from the stairs. Which is foreshadowing, foreshadowing. for later. And, uh, meanwhile, at the river, the dad and the son, they're fishing. They caught a fish. It's flopping around, making a lot of noise. The, the son is so mortified. The dad is like, calm down, because he explains that uh, the larger noise protects them from the, the, the sound of the river. Yeah, the sound of the river, they can make small noises near it because the, re the river is louder and it covers up the noise. So they're safe there if they make small noises. And then they decide to go to like a waterfall? Yeah, a little waterfall area. And, uh, the they, dad just running. He just starts screaming <laughs> his head off. Like, Little boy's Whoa! like, what is going on? So, and, and then they were actually having part of a dialogue, which which is included in the 90 lines of the dialogue in that one movie. Yeah, there was like three or four lines there. Yeah. There? Yeah, they had like a little conversation to themselves at the For waterfall. Like once. A finally, a streaming conversation, like, at last. Anyways, meanwhile, back at the house... They just, their mom, I guess, was in labor at that point, and her she- water broke. Oh yeah, maybe. And she was heading down to the basement to flip the, on the- The lights, like, the room was like, it's go time, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's go time, She boys. ends up falling, stepping on a nail, nail. screaming, really? making a lot of noise. Okay? Like, she kind of also, like, covered her mouth to kind of muffle it, but uh-oh, too late. Yeah, Creature's she, coming. Yeah, the creature, you can hear it. It's coming in the house. It's in the house at this point, right? 
Yeah, like she's she saw the timer, like timer in the um, basement, and then set it for where the creature, once it got down there, it would hear that sound and head towards it while she hides behind the water heater. Which is a great place to hide. Yeah, they hide behind it again in the last nice part, part of the movie. Yes. No one wants to get burnt, so as long as you're like careful, you can hide. It's a good, part. It's a good place. It's like behind the stairs. It's pretty hidden. Yeah. And uh, she turns on the switch, which ends up lighting the red, lights. the red lights that were strung up around the house, which is a security system. And the family that's around sees the lights, and they're like, oh, it's go time. They head back to the house as quickly as they can. But, um, the son and the dad get back there first, and they saw the red lights. Yeah, but uh, before that, before that, the mom, the mom heads up the stairs because she's got to go hide. Because the, the timer distracted the monster, but only for a little bit. She goes into the bathroom and sits in the bathtub and gets her head down and everything. Great idea. Her, she's in full-on labor at this point. She's bleeding everywhere. It's not a good situation. Mm. She's trying not to scream. She's in a lot of pain. She's, like, biting on the blanket. Yeah. The monster, this is a very suspenseful part of the film. It's outside of the bathroom and it's walking It is and you right can outside the door frame. It. Oh, it was so creepy. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. Uh, that would be a really bad situation to be in. I would die from stress if I was in that situation, probably. I would not be giving birth during that time at all. Heck, nope. Uh, anyways... Yeah, she's, and then it cuts to, to the father and the son running back to the house, and they can see the house, but the father's like rockets to his son, we don't know what that means yet, but apparently it means fireworks, because the son ends up setting off a bunch of fireworks. In the cornfield maze thing. Yeah, which draws the monster away from the house. And, and the son's gotta run. <laughs> so he's gotta run and hide. He's gotta run now. So he goes and hides in a truck. But the father, now that the monster is headed to the cornfield, he goes back and he goes into the house and upstairs and looks in the bathroom. And the shotgun! The bathtub is empty. But, but there's blood. a bunch of blood in it. And again, it's just for the pregnancy, it turns out, because the mom actually this is a big jump scare here. She slaps her hand up against the shower door and scares us. And like a bloody handprint still there. Yeah. So, horror suspense. Times. You know, that's kind of the Great point of the movie. to scare your husband. All right, so now that the mom is safe, the dad goes and puts her in, in the, a the soundproof room. room, and he puts the baby on oxygen and puts him in a box. And the then seals the box. Yeah, so it's quiet down there, and while yeah, while they're down there resting and whatever they're doing, the they're chilling. He goes back out, and he looks for the children, uh, the, the daughter and the son that are outside hiding in the cornfield. The daughter went to go look for her brother after seeing the fireworks. Then her brother was at the uh, underneath the truck. Yeah. So they get together and they decide to go up on top of the, the uh, silo. I think yeah. the little grain container on the farm. The grain. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go up on there. They light a fire. They had a little argument about it. Yeah. So like, the son's like saying, "Dad always he had told me like he he loves you regardless of." It was if it was your fault or not. And she's like, no, he doesn't love me. He loves only you. Kind of in sign language. Yeah. And then, uh oh, boy number two made a bad mistake. He stepped on like a hinge door thing to in the silo. Mm -hmm. He ends up falling in, and the girl's freaking out and stuff. So there's that. She falls in after him. And the monster's like, I heard He's something. Like, Let's go. Was there's that? food. 
Okay, so he heads over there. He um he jumps in through the hole. He's on the wall. He jumps into the corn, and the steel door falls off, and the two children end up climbing up on top of it. And the monster is ripping through the grain, trying to get at them, and through the steel, the steel yeah. paneling on the door. He was ripping it. I mean, you can definitely tell. Yeah, it was with like ease. Ripping. He was just flopping around. It was like Wolverine kind of move. And uh, the daughters hearing it start ringing violently, and it's hurting her ears, and it's hurting the monster's ears. The monster ends up going away. He rips through the side of the grain container. And Here's out my question into the field. though. How could she hear if she's deaf, like, with the ringing? Beats me. Mm. I don't think it was, like, really... I don't know. Mm-mm. I mean, she's obviously not completely deaf. No one's completely deaf unless True. they're, like, missing their eardrums completely. Mm, true. But uh, she could obviously hear that frequency, which is kind of awkward. Mm. But, you know, she could. And uh, the monster rips away. A little boy and a little girl, they climb... They meet their father. Their father is like really glad to see them. He hugs both of them. But then, but then the monster returns. He's back. He's back for revenge, and he's, he's like, angry. I'm back, boys. Okay, and then they go and they have to hide. Like, the father went to like a shed area that looked like a blacksmithing kind of area. Yeah, and grabs an axe <laughs> to defend his children. The children hide inside the truck, which I'm guessing has no engine block in it. But it's definitely propped up on a hill because they reversed it backwards. Yeah. But, um. You know what? It's fine. The monster actually ends up, like, climbing oh, on the, top, top of the truck. top of the truck and, like, squishing them. He, like, rips through the truck and he gets in their face, like, a foot away from them. And then the dad decides to come back from the dead. He's just watching this happen, right? Yeah. And, uh, he's. It gets to a point where, like, the monster is a foot away from them. The girls. The girls' hearing aids are ringing violently again. again. This time she figures out that it's her hearing like, oh. aids and she turns them down. She turns them off. She, yeah. oh. who, do, who does that? I mean, I would have probably figured it out by then, but she's, what, 10? Mm, Luckily, like she's kind of like either like really high up elementary kind of grade or like middle school, early Yeah, ages. she's like 10 or 12. Yeah, around that age, maybe. I'm going to say she's really young. So, um, yeah. She turns her hearing aids off, which puts her in a lot of danger. Her dad sees that she's in, about to die, and he decides, <laughs> son. "Yeah, he's thinking, oh, what do I do to save them? I got to do something, right?" So before he decides to uh, do his plan, he said in sign language, "I have always loved you" to his daughter in sign language, which made me actually cry because that was a heart-failing moment for me. And then he decides to scream on the top of his lungs and to protect his children. And he ends up dying, but saving his children, who ended up getting away. So the monster retreats back to wherever he was before. The little boy and the little girl head back to the house, but it cuts back to the house before they get there. The mom is in um, the basement. She wakes up. The basement is flooded with water, coming from because a pipe that the, that the monster sprung from earlier when they closed off the... The room, yeah. the mattress, and <laughs> yeah, they had a mattress blocking the door. So they were there, and uh, the monster, the monster is in the basement in the water, and the mom's in there with her kid. Yeah, and the, the kid's just floating around in the box, like happy as can be. He's just floating in the box, He's like, sleeping. I'm chill. Yeah, so she grabs the box and backs up into a corner. And the monster, monster follows her there <laughs> like and pins her against the wall. 
the little the little boy and the little girl they head back they head back to the house and they meet their mom there and they go into the basement which not the, the daughter the daughter actually was not allowed in there earlier was she yeah, so she sees all this stuff and it's her dad's equipment for fixing <laughs> she's they're actually trying to crying. work on her hearing aids she's like oh my gosh she really did care care about he really me after didn't care. Yes, that was really sad because she never got to say goodbye to him, but she always I mean, knew she how much she loved him. she technically did have a chance, but she didn't. Yeah. She never knew how much she really did love her. Oh. Until yeah. the end. That's why you gotta tell your parents you love them, kids. They head back to the basement. They're in the basement. This is when the little girl figures out that her hearing aids are what causing the monster to be deterred from pursuing them. The son and the baby decide to hide behind the water heater, like their mom did before yeah the baby starts crying the monster comes back <laughs> it's he like, starts I running hear the little kid they can see it on the security cameras that are in the basement yeah uh the monsters headed through the field at them and they just the mom gets a shotgun the little girl she has decided to use her hearing aids to her advantage and she turned the radios part off but turned the sound all the way up on the tuner she amplifies the microphones yeah ability and sticks the she turns her hearing aids all the way up. They start ringing because of the monster, and yeah, puts she it against the, the monster comes down to the basement, and she puts it against the microphone. And the monster is in such pain that it like, falls over into a bookshelf. The armor of its face is like it's peeled back it's like peeled and bloody. Back. It's then the mom's like, "It's time to get killed with shotgun." The monster gets back up, and the mom shoots the monster in the face and kills it. Yeah. So this is where they actually end up. Actually, Maybe killing. This is the bond. This is this the weakness is of them. The first one to be dead. There yes. are two other ones apparently. We don't actually see the two others dying, but hopefully in the sequel, if there's a sequel, yeah. which there better be, or I'm gonna which be they mad. said that they said that it's going to happen sometime next year. Yeah. But so 2020, knows? we're looking forward to it. I'm gonna go see it in theaters. This is the <laughs> I'm like. going to. Um, I feel like the monster comes in. They shoot them, and then uh, this is the <laughs> end of the movie. Okay. She really. Sets the guns to put in another. Um, she ammo reloads piece. the gun, and yeah. then it cuts to credits. It cuts to credits. What a cliffhanger! Okay, movies with cliffhangers—they're good because that me- that leaves more room for another movie. But it's also bad because the suspense will kill people. The suspense, <laughs> the suspense sure killed me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's yeah. good movies. There's good parts, and there's some bad parts. Yeah, some good movies. So some of the negatives would probably be the lack of backstory we got. Blacks. The lack of black story. The lack of backstory. Oh my gosh. Okay. You can't English today apparently. Yeah. Anyways, some of the negatives were the. There's the backstory, which I mean they didn't give us very much backstory. They got a little bit of it with this one tiny scene, but with the whiteboard dealing with all the board pieces with the newspaper clippings. Uh, that was in the basement, I think, right? Yeah, it was in the basement. When, and the last scene was in the basement. And, um, the consistency. Like, the sounds that they made. Sometimes they would, like, it would be, a, the monster would be attracted to bigger sounds, but sometimes it would be attracted to smaller sounds rather than the bigger like sounds. Like a raccoon. Which kind of left kind of left a lot of questions for us because like the holes in the plot also yeah the holes in the plot and then the one major question that a lot of people were asking was why would they not just live near the river or the waterfall 
And honestly, it's not very clear about that. <laughs> However, our theory would be yeah, that, that uh, other at the top, when they were at the top of the grain container, uh, there's other people. Yeah, <laughs> you could see fires in the background, which means there was other people out there. And our theory is that it's like a common ground, so that nobody can live by the river. It's just it's like it's a common area for everyone. This is like our food supply, so no one can live here and take it all up. Yeah, so nobody can hog food supply. It's just an yeah, agreement. That's a, mm, but the positives of it is like it was a really good like grade on the Rotten Tomatoes. I actually enjoyed it. The suspense was like got to me a whole lot especially yeah they were really good at suspense well the reason why they were really good at the suspense was mainly because of the lack of sound in the total entire movie so when there was sound you tense up like i know i did it's like not ready danger alert danger you may not sleep now there's a monster nearby yeah so if i had to rate this i would rate it uh, from the upper 80s to the lower 90s probably like a 93 i mean the cliffhanger is what's got me. I really enjoyed it, but I would have loved to see them, like, at least coming into the basement and then ending it, instead of just, like, reloading the gun. Yeah, I see what you get there. But, I mean, I would love to see the sequel. I would love to see the sequel. I would or love to see a prequel, prequel, kind of, as well. Because, like, that could be explained in the, like, the backstory. Like, the prequel could actually explain what these are and, like, where they came from. Yeah. Like, I mean, are they aliens? Are they, they mutants? What's are they going mutated on? humans that hate sound? Yeah. But like, we I actually looked it up and they said that it was something similar to like an alien, but I don't know. These unearthly beings. They're unearthly. Hopefully, get an explanation for what they are yeah. in the sequel. 